Alex, it had to happen sooner or later, but it happened this week. I am no longer undefeated in our league of record, but you know, them's that's just how it goes sometimes, you know? I got buck fifty dropped on me, half PPR scoring. What are you gonna do? Uh Jamar Chase, no T Higgins, forty five points. You- it's really Really First of all, I apologize for the audio quality. I am at work. Uh, we're recording this at 1030 on a Sunday night, and I do not have my recording equipment. So apologies to everybody for that. Number two, can you go back into last week's pod when we were talking about whether you should pick up Tyler Boyd? And I said, no, don't pick up Boyd because now that Chase said I'm always open, he's going to go off. I, I, would, I just want some credit for, for that. Um, I'm not telling you you have to do it, but it, it would be fun. Yeah, just wish he uh, wish he didn't go off on me, but it's okay. You know, we're still out here. It's it's good to see. I, uh, good to see Kittle back involved in the Niners' offense. Fine, you know, I was getting a little worried. I mean, I knew he was going to come around eventually, but yeah, some just, monster performances this week in the absolutely league. monstrous just performances. Monsters, right? So, like, you start with DJ Moore. On Thursday, Thursday, Chase went off today, right? Travis Etienne in London went off this morning. Yeah, Zach same Moss, same team. Etienne also. Um, Etienne like and Jamar Chase of all just really people, sealed it. When, when he's, you know, Jonathan Taylor comes back and Zach Moss is like, oh, this is why you don't pay running backs because I could just do that and we mm-hmm. don't need him. Devon Achan is just silly. Just an absolute cheat code. Yep. Nice to see Brees Hall kind of bounce back. Yeah. Uh, and, and break off the long run. Pickens. Uh, can we just talk about Adam Thielen real quick? Coming into the week, wide receiver 11. And he had 10, 11 catches for 107 and a touchdown today on 13 targets. Um, the resurgence of, of Adam Thielen. Yeah. Just a, a fun week. Uh Kind of up, ups and downs, and Travis Kelsey got hurt, and then I freaked out. And you got Puka and Nakua and, and Cup kind of doing their thing together, which is fun. And uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, uh, even though we didn't really tell you to pick him up last week, so apologies about that. Uh, he he looked good, so lots to lots to kind of talk about. No like real marquee pickups though, but I, I guess we haven't actually even started the pod. Yeah, this is a waiver wire podcast. You just said there's no one to pick up. Thank you for the sizzling intro. Burying the lead. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go, Fantasy Football Sackos. It's Jason and Alex back again to uh, chit-chat about some waiver wire ads. Uh, this is before the Monday night game due to some scheduling and whatnot. So everything else Monday night aside, we are through the Sunday games. We have just finished watching the Niners absolutely embarrass the Dallas Cowboys, which I enjoyed e- thoroughly. Easy minus three and a half for the 49ers. Oh. Finally want to bet. Smash that all day, every day. Oh, my goodness. Easy, easy smash that. Thank you, thank you. We're talking week six, waiver wire targets. Um, 
Let's start with the Thursday night game. We had the Bears, and the Bears are looking like they're maybe maybe turning what, things around. What what happened? I, I was talking to someone at somebody at church uh, this morning, and they looked at me, and they're like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> Forty to twenty <laughs> over the Commanders. I don't know what the hell that was, uh, but I really enjoyed it as a Bears fan. Not so much in my fantasy world, but. Um, yeah, absolutely. Out of nowhere. Uh, you had Khalil Herbert, uh, go out with injury, uh, looking like a multi-week injury, um, ankle there. Uh, and then behind him, Roshan was concussed. And so yeah, it was a nasty looking hit. It reminded me of like a Madden 64 character where you, like you get spun around, uh, shout out yeah. to 1998 video game, but uh, yeah, he got hit and then he just like did like a corkscrew. Uh, it probably good that they took him out of the game. I'm assuming he'll be back this week, but who knows? Uh, I think if he does come back this week, it's only because it's a longer week, given that they did play a Thursday game. Um, yep. Actually, this season, by and large, if somebody's concussed, they're missing a game. Um, it's It's been pretty reliable so far to start this year, but... Uh, maybe Roshan will be able to buck that trend considering there's a couple extra days in there. If he does not and he misses, are you going to go out and pick up uh, Donta Foreman? Yeah, of course. The way that the Bears offense has looked the last couple of weeks, how could you not? Uh, yeah. He's hardly, hardly rostered at all at this point. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I don't know if I'd spend all that much fab on him because, I mean, it looks like Herbert is out for uh, probably similar to uh, what Saquon was. Uh, so he's missed three weeks. I would guess Herbert's probably going to be out for the same amount of time. So the, the twosome of, of Roshan and Foreman will be taken over. So I, I wouldn't throw all that much at him unless you're real, real desperate for a running back, but he, he should be more than serviceable. Yeah. Khalil Herbert, high ankle sprain, not just a regular ankle sprain. So, uh, should be if I'm as a Roshan manager, I'm hoping for a few weeks. I'm hoping it's just long enough so that the way the Bears offense can see Roshan shine and then he kind of takes over and hopefully doesn't give it back when Herbert does come back. Um, but with that concussion, I just don't know if he's going to be able to. Um, week six, you have Bears Vikings. Uh, the Vikings defense has just been wide open like a sieve. So I think there's potential uh, for either whoever the running back is to produce. I would definitely prioritize Roshan uh, if he's on the wire for whatever reason. If he's not, I would absolutely still grab Dante Foreman because it, at a minimum, like you say, is a committee of sorts, I believe, um, with potentially Roshan also missing due to his concussion. So, I mean, maybe, maybe you luck into a cheap uh, – a cheap starter. And this is somebody Dante Foreman. I don't think is a guy that you really have to put fab on like maybe a dollar, you know, I agree. but I think he's, I think you could probably snag him in a lot of leagues with a $0 bid. Yep. Also staying at the Thursday night game. Uh, we did recommend Logan Thomas uh, last week as a, as a sleeper. Uh, he's still out there uh, only rostered in 8% of leagues. Um, going into today, he was tight end six. Obviously, there was points scored uh, this week, but 
uh, eight targets week one, 11 targets, nine for 77 and a touchdown against the Bears on Thursday. And along with him, just to you know, stay in that same game, Curtis Samuel uh, has now had double-digit points, double-digits uh, in, in back-to-back weeks, uh, eight targets, seven targets, uh, and so 14 and 15 and a half PPR the last two weeks. Yeah. It doesn't seem like him and McLaurin uh, and him, you know, obviously I'm talking about the commander's quarterback, it, like he doesn't have time, and so he's just giving the ball to – to Curtis Samuel instead of McLaurin, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. That, that whole game just didn't go how I thought it was going to go. The bears have been trash all year. Brian Robinson couldn't get anything going against the bears defense for whatever. Like I was just, it was a very interesting game. And I, I don't know if it was cause it was a Thursday night game, which like more or less are kind of trash. Like, Anyway, like they're they're either like low scoring or non competitive or just like complete blowouts. It's like it's rare, I think, to see the high scoring competitive games that you'll get in some of the primetime games. Um, I say that after the Niners just absolutely torch <laughs> Dallas forty two to ten. But I don't know. It's just I don't know. Thursday football. We'll just wonder about the quality. But moving it on, it was weird. Moving on from Thursday football, uh, next up is Amari DiMercato, who is a undrafted free agent sure about rookie. That? Huh? So are you sure about that? Is, is there a question mark on the end of his name? Uh, <laughs> well, the question mark is because I don't know if I said. I'm just glad you said it. Instead Demercado, of you, so. Demercado, Demercado, Demercado. You know, I just after A-Chain turned into A-Chan, I question everything. <laughs> you know? Um but Amari, out of uh, undrafted rookie out of TCU, uh, has ascended the depth chart in Arizona out of injury. Uh, James Conner was forced to leave the game today after just six touches, uh, did not return because of a knee injury. Uh, and then also Keontae Ingram was held out of the, the game today uh, b- due to a neck injury. Um the only other running back on the roster is Corey Clement, uh, who, I mean, I don't know. Random mass running backs. Yeah, so they might, they might sign someone this week, but after Connor went out. Come on, Leonard Fournette. Where are you at? There you go. But after, uh, after Connor went out, Amari operated as the bell cow. 45 rushing yards, one reception, 12 yards, and a score. 13 fantasy points. I don't think he's a bad ad. Like he's going to be the starting yep. running back next week. Um, and we don't have a timeline yet for as far as how long Connor is going to be out for. So if you're desperate, I could see, I mean, he's going to be a running back too. Like what are you for, for who knows how long, how much are you throwing down and fab on Amari Demarcado? Uh, at the Rams, at Seattle, home against Baltimore the last three weeks. Obviously, pay attention to Schefter's Twitter feed to see how long Connor's going to be out. I believe he's getting an MRI tomorrow. Uh, so I, I think you could, if you're desperate for running back, you know, we're already on week six. So you got to spend it on somebody if you haven't yet. So, I mean, 
if, if you're hurting with bye weeks coming up and, you know, uh, the Cardinals don't have their bye till week 14, he is a good bye candidate where, you know, if you go 15 to 20%, I actually don't have a problem with that uh, just because you need to spend it on somebody at some point. He has a history of knee injuries on the right knee, so they're looking looking through all of the the Twitter doctors. It looks like there wasn't really anything obvious, and I'm watching the run. Like I don't, I didn't see anything where he came up lame, but at least nothing obvious. Um, hey, he's just old. Lots of miles on those legs, lots they're, of hits. They're saying it might just and, be a contusion from the contact or maybe an MCL sprain. He didn't return, so it looks like he's probably going to miss next week, I would guess. But, yeah. Yeah, and DeMarcado, right, he had a couple catches last week against San Francisco. I know some of that was in mop-up time, but, you know, it's not like he's done nothing. So he's clearly the next guy up. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other running backs you want to touch on? Uh, Tajay Spears uh, is still uh, available in more leagues than he should be. He's only rostered in 25% of leagues. Uh, To me, he should be rostered in every single league. It's him and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, I mean, he had seven for 34 on the ground and a touchdown, four for 35 through the air. Um, Yeah. He's just becoming more and more a bigger part of their offense. And honestly, if you're a Derrick Henry owner, like – I own Henry in, in one of my leagues and like nobody ever trades. So kind of screwed there, but I would be looking to try to get out from underneath Henry at this point, just because it's basically a 50, 50 split and Spears is, he looks good. So the fact that he's only rostering 25% of leagues uh, is just strictly too low. Um, you brought up Jordan Mason last week as a potential add with Elijah Mitchell uh, being out this week. Um, he had 10 for 69, nice yards, and a touchdown against Dallas, and I clearly the backup nice. role there. So, I, you know, if, if Mitchell's going to be out uh, a little bit longer, Jordan Mason, who's owned in 0.4% of leagues, uh, could be a good add as well. We talked about DiMercato. Um don't really see any other running backs on here. Kendra Miller for the Saints. He's owned in 7% of leagues. Uh, he had 11 points uh, today in half PPR. 12 carries, 37 yards, 4 catches, 53. But most of that was in garbage time as the Saints absolutely whooped the Patriots. So I think that pretty much does it for running backs. Oh, other than uh, our guy, right, that we talked a little bit about uh, last week for Denver. Ah, Jaleel. Yeah, McLaughlin, right? So he, um, looking up what he did today, rostering 47% of leagues, he scored 16 points, um, nine carries, 68 yards, three catches, 21, and a touchdown. Uh, So back-to-back weeks, uh, over 16 points and half PPR. Um, I guess this comes down to is Javante going to be healthy, and so – this point, Jaleel is is worth an ad because he was clearly the guy over Pirine, and we thought Pirine was going to kind of supplant him a little bit, and clearly did not. Clearly did not. All right, moving on to receiver. Um, let's start with maybe Josh Downs. Um, you know, 
Anthony Richardson went out with a shoulder injury, didn't return. I mean, you got to figure he's probably also going to be out again next week. Um, if he if he does miss time, it's Minshew Mania in Indy, um, which is a little more pass heavy. And Minshew loves him some Josh Downs. Um, so today in with uh, Minshew filling in, for the majority of the game, uh, Josh Downs had six targets, six catches, and a shave under 100 yards receiving. Um, man, Minshew likes Josh Downs, much to the chagrin of Michael Pittman Jr. owners. Yeah, and didn't uh, Minshew play week three against Baltimore, too? He had 12 yep. targets, eight catches for 57 that week. Uh, so clearly there's a rapport there between both of them. Uh, so yeah, Josh Downs owned in 11% of leagues, um, kind of seems like he's the number two guy there other than Pittman. Uh, let's take a look at their schedule at Jacksonville, home against Cleveland, home against New Orleans is not a good schedule, <laughs> quite no, frankly, great. uh, but, uh, d- definitely worth rostering, uh, at this point. Yeah. Yep. Um, sticking with the Joshes, what about Josh Reynolds? Uh, he made the most of his opportunities. He had another big game this week, uh, with the Monroe St. Brown sideline with the abdominal injury. Uh, Josh Reynolds, five targets, four catches, 76 yards and a score. Um, granted, you know, I, I know it's only five targets, but that did represent almost a 20% target share uh, given the low-volume nature of that game just because it was an absolute blowout again for the Detroit Lions. Um, so Reynolds, uh, almost 13 fantasy points per game in four or five games this season, um, although only one game with more than six targets. But so a little a little maybe boomer bust. Um Week six, next week, he has the Buccaneers. I think that's fine, uh, especially if St. Brown is still sidelined. Yeah, you, you mentioned Boomer Bust when he literally had zero targets week three against Atlanta, which is not a good look. For well, like I said, if St. Brown is out again next week. Yeah, but I no, you're exactly right. But even when St. Brown's been playing, uh, he's been productive, uh, except for that one dud, so... Uh, he he should definitely be added as well. Uh, roster in only twenty three percent of ESPN leagues, uh, and he's performing definitely outperforming that. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe a dollar or two on uh, yeah, if that. Maybe. Like, yeah. um, are you running out there for Curtis Samuel? After his 15, 16-point performance, wide receiver 19. Yeah, that was before today, though, because doesn't that update? Uh, so I, he'll be a little bit lower than that. But, I mean, he's been fine um, and, and is clearly their number two. So, yeah, I, I would go out and get him again. He's only rostering 15% of leagues. They can get him for cheap. Eight targets last week, seven this week, six for 65 against the Bears. Wild. Curtis Samuel. Oh. <laughs> um, so we were talking before we pressed record on Adam Thielen just being an absolute stud for the Panthers. Are there any other receivers on the Panthers that you're even looking at? Like DJ Chark is currently operating as the number two 
uh, for Carolina had 12 points this week, uh, six targets, uh, three catches for 42, did get into the end zone. A couple weeks ago, had 11 targets. Um, DJ Chark is the ultimate garbage time wide receiver. Like in the last five years, he's scored so many un- meaningful touchdowns <laughs> does jonathan mingo appeal to you at all the rookie wide receiver out of uh what arkansas um seven targets yeah. this week five catches almost 50 yards had six targets last week eight targets against new orleans he's a guy that i might th- that i think might be a little more present in the second half of the season so Right. If you're looking for like a deeper league guy, maybe like a 14 teamer, I wouldn't. I would definitely stash Jonathan Mingo for the second half. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, kind, of, kind of a lot of hot garbage at, at wide receiver this week. Unless you had those couple guys that really, really went off. There's not a lot of available guys. Although I think we've pretty much covered covered all of them. I don't think you're going out and trying to get Trent Irwin or or anybody like that, even though he did have 10 targets against Arizona this week. Right, right. By the way, you can drop all of your New England Patriots players because they are just all trash. Like, I don't think there's a receiver on that team that's worth rostering at this point. No, I agree. Um, all right. And, Tight I, ends. Uh, Logan Thomas, which which we were all over last week. Uh, Dalton Schultz uh, is rostered in 52% of leagues. We've talked about him each of the last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, my guy, 10, 10 targets today. Uh, Delicious. Yeah, he's kind of gotten a little bit more involved. But before that, three, three, seven, four were the targets. Um, Are you dropping Kyle Pitts to go out and pick up Johnny Smith? Johnny Smith, the tight end of roster in Atlanta. Seven no. targets, six catches, 67 yards. No, I'm not. Just fantastic. Fire Kyle Pitts into the sun. Uh, speaking of, so last week we did our uh, find, find the D uh, uh, portion of the podcast. Uh, and so... At this point, it's basically we, – we talked about the Bears, right? The commander – you picked up the commanders in our league, and, and that clearly didn't work. I think I would avoid streaming against the Bears here for a little bit. But, like, I mean, pick up the defense whoever's playing the Patriots at this point, right? Yeah, them or Denver. Like, yeah, or, or even the commanders because uh, – they're on pace to give up like a hundred sacks this year. <laughs> so the, the Falcons, the, the Falcons defense has looked, Oh, the sack and the D yeah. Okay. Is that what you're smiling? Um, the, uh, uh, the Falcons have Washington at home this week, uh, which is probably a pretty good, pretty good matchup actually. Cause they are going to run the ball down, the commander's throat and, uh, you know, just do ball control and then sack, sack Sam. So, um, pro- probably, uh, probably lean towards the Falcons this week, actually. 
The Chiefs play Denver at home next week, and they play Denver again in two weeks after that. So two out of the next three weeks is the Broncos for the Chiefs, which I think could be delicious. Um, the Jaguars playing Indy at home, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Do you think Jonathan Taylor explodes in his first real time back? I would be more worried about Zach Moss at this point. Yeah, there you go. Zach Moss, one man wrecking crew. Um, I don't know. There's not a lot of great defensive matchups that I'm seeing that are streamable, super streamable anyway. Yeah, I mean, potentially the Bears home against Minnesota uh, if Jefferson isn't playing, potentially. Yeah, the Rams, I mean, the Rams are kind of interesting the next two weeks. You have Arizona at home next week and then Pittsburgh at home the week after. So that's a couple crappy teams back-to-back, but Rams defense has not really done anything so far this season, so... I don't know. That's a little bit tougher. But other than that, good luck with your bye weeks. Hopefully you got some healthy dudes. Um, Yeah. And may the fantasy gods bless you all. Hopefully this audio quality didn't suck too much. Thanks for, for, for hanging in with us. Anyway, best of luck. Week six already. What the hell is going on? It's crazy. I know. I'm ready to do mock drafts again for next offseason. <laughs> Soon. Soon. All right. See you. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.